One Championship Flyweight, Colby Northcutt. Thank you so much for joining me today. How was life in uh, Southern California? Oh, man. I mean, I can't complain other than what's going on right now in the entire world with the coronavirus stuff. I mean, I got it pretty good. I'm actually up at mine and my husband's karate school right now. We're mm -hmm. finishing up teaching classes. We just opened back up. So that's a good thing. Um, but things are pretty good. How's the environment in the in the academy right now with everything just opening back up? Are the kids excited? They must be to move around. Yeah, you know, um, we were closed for about three months. Um, we have a good mix of parents that are not ready to come back yet, which is completely understandable. So we've kind of opted to do some Zoom classes for the kids. And then a lot of them are really excited to be back. And we're obviously excited, too. So um, we're still having to do safety precautions with the masks during classes um, and then sanitizing, temperature checks, and all that kind of stuff for our state. But um, so far, we have a great response. That's, that's great. That's great to hear that everything's getting back to somewhat normal, yeah. you know. Um, mm -hmm. Now, I want to go back to your uh, one debut last November, a dominant okay. win in Singapore. You know, some near finishes there, you know, in, the, in, a, in a couple spots. Uh, looking back, was there anything that you uh, did not especially like about the performance you had? I mean, I feel like every fighter that's a competitor wants to finish their opponent. So, of course, I mean, I was disappointed in that aspect, but I feel like um, I was coming off of a two-year layoff and just kind of getting back and swinging things. It was my debut. You know, you can say ring ring rust, the jitters, all that. I mean, I'm pretty much overall happy with my performance. I feel like I got to showcase a lot of what I'm capable of, but still very little at the same time. Uh, I have so much more in store and, and what I'm capable of for the next fights to come. Someone leaving the fans wanting more, right? Yeah, yeah, right, kind of, right? That's a good way to look yeah. at it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what, what about competing in the ring compared to the cage? Did you feel some advantages there? Um, a little bit of both. I mean, um, I did. I found out that I would be in a ring a couple of weeks before, uh, prior to the fight. Um, you know, my brother, when he fought um, about six months prior, he didn't know that he'd be fighting in a ring. So I figured I would ask at a time and I found out, which was good. Um, I feel like there's some advantages and disadvantages. That was obviously my first MMA fight in a ring. I'd fought in a ring before for my professional kickboxing fight. So I was used to it in that aspect. But, I mean, you don't have a cage wall to get up and to wall walk up when you're taken down or when you take your opponents down. So, I mean, it could be um, good and bad. I mean, if I'm taking my opponent down and I want to keep him down, it'll be harder for her to get back up. And then same thing to me, too. So I didn't really feel like um, it. I didn't mind it too much. Uh, I mean, there was a little bit when I was kind of when I was on the ground in a couple exchanges and we were kind of in the ropes and the ref actually had to pull us back into the ring a little bit. But, I mean, overall, it, it felt very open, and, it, I mean, I liked it. I can't complain. I saw after that fight you wanted to get back before March. You mentioned something about your birthday. You wanted to compete before then. Um, yeah. Was there any potential matchups that you were discussing with them before the pandemic hit? No, not um, not anything specific. Um, I told them I wanted – there was a card, I believe, that was March 20th. My birthday was March 29th. I wanted to kind of fight, have one more fight before then. Obviously, that didn't happen. They let me know plenty of time in advance that it was a possibility due to what was kind of going on. Um, hopefully, I can get back in there really soon. I mean, I'm I'm staying in shape year-round, so I'm ready when they call me. Obviously, we're still kind of dealing with a crazy thing going on in the United States, and the numbers were getting a little better. Now, they're kind of going back up with some cases, so I'm not really sure when U.S. fighters will be able to travel overseas to fight. 
Um, but hopefully it'll be very soon. Yeah, no doubt. Um, how has uh, the, the quarantine life been for you? Uh, you just mentioned that you just opened your academy, but before that, was it kind of uh, stir crazy for you staying at home all the time? I mean, a little bit, yeah. I think everybody could say they go a little bit stir crazy, but the, the awesome thing is, is my husband and I own a karate school, so we have our own gym. So we're able to come and train at all hours whenever we need to. Um, so that was a good thing. Our actual MMA gym um, where we train MMA specifically at the training lab was closed. So we didn't really get to do that much aspect. But, I mean, it was nice that we got to come here and work out while other gyms are closed, have our um, our gym to ourselves, our school. Um, but, yeah, I think you go a little bit stir crazy. We were trying to do Zoom classes for our students while we were closed to try to help keep our students active and engaged. Um, but man, you know, I feel like that was like the longest three months of my life, <laughs> but also really quickly too. So I'm just, I'm just glad that we're open. <laughs> well, having your husband there training with you all the time, you know, compared to other people that are pretty much alone, it must've been yep. a massive advantage. You might've been able to work on some things, right? That you didn't work on before. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, I'm, I'm very fortunate. I'm in a good position to where my husband does fight also, and we do train together and, and I know that you see, like, with the quarantine kind of going on, spouses kind of getting at it. I've <laughs> been together for so much time, but we're together all the time. We we train together in MMA, kickboxing. We run a school together, so we're together all the time. But um, getting focused on training was really awesome during this kind of pandemic right now. How important is it to have someone, you know, your husband that is a fighter, that is a that can be your coach next to you through this time of trial and tribulation with, with these three months or a few months or whatever? I mean, it's great because you have somebody that relates and understands what you're going through, what it's like as a fighter. Um, so we have the same profession and then we understand each other too. So it's awesome to have your spouse kind of be able to go through everything with you. Um, and then, like I said, understand what it's like, obviously to train, be in a training camp, travel and everything, but then also have to modify your training under these kind of circumstances right now. So it is very helpful. Yeah. Modify is the key word right there. Now the training lab. Yeah. The training lab just opened back up. They're doing some really great things. They, um, they're also doing uh, COVID testing. So every week before fighters even enter, they have to go and get the COVID test done with the finger prick and the blood samples. Wow. So they've got that whole thing locked down and set up, which is fantastic. And then every day for practice, you also have to get your temperature checked. So they are really staying on top of making sure that everybody is safe. And our class sizes right now are huge because everybody is so excited to be back training, which is so fantastic. Who have been your closest training partners at, at the training lab? Um, Juan Archuleta is one of them. He's um, He actually currently fights for Bellator. He'll be fighting in a couple weeks, right, uh, for, I believe... Uh, the end of yeah the end of this month he'll be fighting in like about two weeks or so um fighting at 135 but he's he's a great training partner for I mean I mean he pushes me beyond my limits obviously um my husband Raymond's a great training partner um my brother Sage he's currently in Van Nuys kind of the LA area but he'll be coming down a lot more to come and train with me as well and there's um uh, several other various people that are at the training lab um as well for MMA um, aspect, but you know, working with Coach Cal in the garage and then TJ Dillashaw in the garage too. I mean, they're when you're surrounding yourself with such awesome fighters and athletes, you want to be able to keep up. So they they push me beyond beyond my expectations. No doubt. Now, one championship is going to be back on July 31st in Bangkok. Yeah. 
Um, when do you expect to be back? You know what? Um, as soon as I can, as soon as they'll let me, as soon as the borders open and we can travel. I know that's kind of um, up in the air right now for U.S. fighters with the numbers that we're kind of experiencing. I know that everybody else in the world is kind of getting everything under control and we're kind of the one country that's, you know, it's it's up and down. So as soon as we get the green light and go ahead, I mean, I stay in shape year round. It'll I'll, I'll be ready whenever they call me. Now, the flyweight division is still growing. Let's mm-hmm. say you do get a fight or two in this year. How long do yeah. you believe until an uh, inaugural title is introduced? Oh, I mean, obviously that's the goal because mm-hmm. they're introducing the flyweight division for women. So, I, I, I mean, that's definitely the end goal for me. But right now, as a pro MMA fighter, I've only had two fights and only one of them with one championship. So I definitely understand that I need to get more experience, um, but also earn my place uh, in one championship before that would even happen. So I'm, however long they feel is the right time, if it's, you know, three fights, five fights, 10 fights, you know, I'll wait and I'll fight as many fights as I need to get that opportunity. But that is definitely the end goal. Are you in, in a position where you feel like, okay, I would love to be the face of the flyweight division for one championship because you know Angela Lee she came in in kind of a similar fashion where she she introduced her division too do you feel like you're in that position um I do feel like that I feel Mm -hmm. like Angela Lee is a great example and a and a great role model um Mm -hmm. to look after especially being a woman in in mixed martial arts um she did come into one championship in a very similar way and I feel like she's a good um model and person to emulate so I do feel like I could be that face um for the women's flyweight division, um, since they don't currently have a division. So I'm definitely going to speak that over myself and say that that is me for sure. No doubt. I feel like a lot of people uh, agree with that. Uh, now, with the other divisions, you know, you got the atomweight division and you got the strawweight division. Do you follow those divisions closely? Um, I do. I follow all the women. Yeah, they, you know, I feel like one championship has an amazing array of women athletes, not only in MMA, but with Muay Thai and kickboxing. From, you know, Stamp and B Nguyen, B's a personal friend of mine, um, Janet, like all, all these women are just like, um, I love what Tatri says is one championship likes to build superheroes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the women in particular are great representations of that. Your husband, Raymond Daniels, is has one of the greatest highlights in Bellator history. It's just I- <laughs> yeah, it's just amazing, and uh, you know, I know, I know you're a competitor. Is there any part of you wanting to do one better in the one championship cage? You know what? Um, yeah, I, you know, as much as I would like to say that Raymond is, you know, nobody, nobody can do what he can do. Mm-hmm. You know, with with his seven twenty knockout punch to mm-hmm. you know his side spin side, like his knockouts are some that you honestly only see in video games and in movies. And it, even though we do have the same karate background and, and very similar styles, I'm not sure that I could be one to copy that. I feel like if you had to pick an athlete that could do this, you know, something similar would definitely be Sage. Sage, yeah. I'm sure you've seen, can can do flips and kicks like nobody's business. So um, I'm going to have to pick him over, over me first. <laughs> But yeah, Raymond, obviously, and I'm, I mean, a little bit biased, but yeah, he has some of the greatest knockouts I think you'll ever see in MMA or kickboxing history. Yeah, it's hard to disagree with that. Are you guys competitive uh, outside of martial arts? Oh, we are (laughs) (laughs) extremely competitive. 
we are very alike in that aspect. And, and then, I mean, my entire family sage too. Um, so, I mean, whether we go to Dave and Buster's and go try to play games, like we'll only play the games that have the highest ticket prizes because we don't, we don't go to play games. We go to win. <laughs> so, um, we're, we're very competitive, um, family all around. Absolutely. All right. One last thing before I let you go, you have an extensive background in striking. So it's mm -hmm. only logical that I ask you this one super mm -hmm. series. Is that a possibility? Oh. Absolutely. I, I told when I, before I signed with one, when I was sitting down with Chaudhry and my family, my brother, like one thing that drew me to one was not only what they stand for, but the fact that they have, you know, MMA for sure, kickboxing, Muay Thai. I would love to do all of it. Fighting in the Super Series would be amazing. I want to be able to do every single thing that I can do as an athlete while I can do it. So if they present it to me, there's no way I'm going to say no. So uh, bring it on. <laughs> Definitely. Well, was there is there a plan for you to like maybe get a couple fights in MMA and then go to kickboxing, or is it just like I'm gonna sprinkle it in whenever I can? I mean, you know what? Um, I'm open to either one. I will continue doing MMA as long as they want me to do MMA. But if they come to me and say, "Hey, I got a kickboxing fight for you," I'll definitely take it too. So I have more professional kickboxing experience than I do MMA experience right now. So I'm definitely not opposed to that. Um, now Muay Thai would be a different story because I've never had a professional Muay Thai fight. Um, but you know, it is very similar rule set to kickboxing that I would not be opposed to that either. So, um, whatever they present to me, I'll take. All right. Well, you know, I'm pretty sure a lot of people, they're waiting for you to return to one oh, championship and compete. <laughs> and, uh, and it's great to see that they're introducing the flyweight division with you. You know I mean? You're a great role model. You know, there's, you know, I, I don't have to say that a hundred times. So thank you so much for the time and, uh, enjoy you know, training and hopefully they get you back over here in Asia real quick. Yeah, I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to it and can't wait till my till my return. And, and I'm really looking forward to their first one back on July 31st in Bangkok. That's going to be an awesome show.